Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, July 20th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The CA has changed its name from the Colonial Athletic Association to the Coastal Athletic Association to reflect the CAA's recent expansion, with members spanning the Atlantic coast from Massachusetts to South Carolina. The league will continue to use the same logo. ACC Commissioner-slash-former Northwestern AD Jim Phillips has released a statement on the situation in Evanston. In closing, any allegation that I ever condoned or tolerated inappropriate conduct against student-athletes is absolutely false. I will vigorously defend myself against any suggestion to the contrary. U.S. Senators Richard Blumenthal, Cory Booker and Jerry Moran have released a bipartisan discussion draft of the College Athletes Protection and Compensation Act of 2023. The legislation would create an entity called the College Athletics Corporation which, per Steve Berkowitz, would be charged with creating a formal certification process for people seeking to represent athletes in name, image and likeness dealings. It also would maintain a publicly available database showing a variety of data that schools would have to provide annually, including the number, average and total value of athlete endorsement contracts, all broken down by sport, race and ethnicity, and gender. In addition, the new entity would establish a medical trust fund that athletes could access during and after their playing careers. Money for the fund would come from annual contributions by the NCAA and by schools, and conferences that have at least $50 million in yearly revenue. Furthermore, the Department of Health and Human Services, in partnership with the corporation, would be required to establish health and safety standards to protect college athletes from serious injury and conditions, mistreatment and abuse, and death. Asked why the draft does not contain some of the pro-athlete provisions included in the College Athlete Bill of Rights, Blumenthal explains, We are aiming at bipartisan consensus here and what we regard as the most necessary and pressing needs and challenges. And we believe that this consensus will gain the bipartisan majority that we need to pass this legislation and do it soon. After hearing a report from the NCAA's NIL working group the Division I Council last month the room fell silent, aside from the voice of the Commissioner of the SEC, per Yahoo's Ross Dellinger, and SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey tells Dellinger, I am concerned that we had the opportunity for observations, comments or questions and I was the only one who spoke. You have a Division I leadership group receiving a report from a working group, well presented, and only one of 40 representatives engaged in this conversation. We spend more time talking about the committee selection process than we do about the leading issue we are facing, which is name, image and likeness. Maybe for some within Division 1, there is an imaginary world where name, image and likeness doesn't touch them. I think that's exactly what I described it as, an imaginary world. Those in leadership positions owe their time and position to this topic. I think we're all waiting to see NCAA oversight of this area, particularly around the involvement of boosters in recruiting direct communication, from boosters, and making of offers, which doesn't seem to have any relationship to antitrust law, doesn't bump up against any laws that I know of. I'm just waiting to see some clarity around how the NCAA is going to enforce. North Carolina AD Bubba Cunningham joins the Ovi's Plus Giglio podcast, says he doesn't believe the Smith Center is an appropriate place to sell alcohol, calling it a perfect facility for 9,000 people that UNC regularly fits 21,000 into. We'd have to make some renovations, modifications before I'd really consider it. Cunningham also opens up about the intractability of getting out from under the ACC's GOR, saying, people say, well, just get out, pay the fee and then go to court and settle the grant of rights. 
Well, I'm not sure you can, and I don't know how long it would take, and I don't know what the number would be. So, in my opinion, the better thing to do is make this league the best we can possibly make it. Miami AD Dan Rad Akovic sits down with Connect Steph Garcia Psychos to talk about the Hurricanes athletic season, fundraising momentum for football, communication with league ADs, staying abreast of emerging trends and lots more. On his biggest priorities for the upcoming academic year, I want to see us take the next step competitively in a number of our sports. For example, basketball, making sure that we're providing them with what's needed for them to stay at that level. We need to continue to do an outstanding job raising dollars, and we will. We also have a significant milestone. We have the 40th anniversary of the first national championship football team here at the University of Miami, the 1983 Hurricanes and we're looking forward to an incredible celebration with that later on this fall. Jim McIngvale, more popularly known as Mattress Mac, has agreed to a $1 million NIL deal with the Houston men's basketball team through the Linking Cooks Collective. On Threes Pete Nakos reports that NIL campaign will take place when the team makes their trip to Australia next month. This will allow redshirt freshman center Cedric Lath, a native of the Ivory Coast, to participate in the partnership. Contracts have been signed by 14 athletes. Full terms were not disclosed, but NACO's reports deliverables will include social media promotion and attendance at gallery furniture events. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, July 20th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.